Welcome back to the Squared Sports Lane Frank Podcast. On the host of this podcast, Lane Frank, we're now in episode number 13. There's a lot to discuss. Last episode was on Thanksgiving, but this episode, we're going to talk about a lot. Michigan lost again, and sports are falling apart big time. There's a lot to get through. Uh, stay tuned. Let's get into episode number 13. It's going to be a great episode. Now, how we always start uh, with our episodes, with headlines. In the NBA, there is no news, so let's talk about the NFL first. Matt Patricia, he got fired, and I thought that he should have been fired ever since after his first season with the Lions. I mean, they were I didn't see progression at all with that team, and they did fire him, so Matt Patricia is out as the head coach of the Lions. I need to give a formal apology about how I said the Rams were the best team in the NFL. What was I thinking? The Rams are not even close to being the best team in the NFL. Plus, the 49ers, I said they'd win 42 and nothing against the 49ers. The Chiefs? They're the best team in the NFL. Is that even close? I played against Tyreek Hill in fantasy football. He had 203 yards in the first quarter. That's the only reason I lost. Yeah, the Rams are not the best team in the NFL. The Chiefs are easily the best team in the NFL. The Patriots? I've noticed they're throwing Cam Newton a little bit less, and it's working. I mean, they beat the Ravens. They only threw him 18 times in that Ravens game, and he didn't even crack 100 against Arizona, and they won those two games. So Cam Newton, when they throw him less, I think they're doing better because they have a really good run game. They have Damian Harris. They have James White, Sonny Michelle. A lot of those guys, Rex Burkhead did get hurt, but I mean, their running room is really, really good, and I, I like how Bill Belichick is doing this, throwing Cam a little bit less, and that's why the Patriots are striving. The Chiefs, like I said, they are the best team in the NFL. They demolished the Buccaneers. I mean, that game, it looked close because the Buccaneers came back a little bit the second half, but it really wasn't. Tyreek Hill just went absolutely off in that game. Tyreek Hill, maybe the best game of his career. Patrick Mahomes went insane. He had a great game, and the Chiefs are easily the best team in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers may be MVP. You know, I just raved about Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, too. I mean, their stats are pretty similar. Aaron Rodgers has a bit more touchdowns, and he only uh, he only has three more interceptions, but he's like three more touchdowns, so balances up. Aaron Rodgers may just be MVP over Patrick Mahomes. He's playing at a phenomenal level, and so are the Packers. The Eagles, every week it's just like, start Jalen Hurts. Start Jalen Oh, no, no, Car- start Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is doing well. That's like what it's like. I mean, you got to pick between one. I really don't know what the Eagles are doing at all. You put in Hurts for a series, and then you take him out. You pick him in for a play. I really don't even care this team starter is anymore. They're really not playing well at all. They got, they pretty much got demolished on Monday Night Football. Look, the score was close, but it really wasn't because they call Hail Mary at the end by Richard Rodgers. So, I mean, Carson Wentz, what are you doing? I mean, your offensive line is terrible, but you can't blame your offensive line for you just throwing it directly to the defense. Carson Wentz, I do not know what you're doing. I think they should maybe play Jalen Hurts. But, like, why did they draft Jalen Hurts? There were a bunch of other better quarterbacks on the board. There was Jake Fromm. There was Jacob Eason. Bunch of other quarterbacks on the board. I don't know what the Eagles are doing at all, but there's a lot of news in the NFL this week. Let's move to college basketball. College basketball did start this week, and it's been on to a great start. Gonzaga is still number one in the new eight people. Villanova lost, and Virginia lost to Virginia Tech, and Virginia lost to San Francisco. So, I mean, there's a lot of top 10 teams um, losing already, and Kentucky lost to Richmond. Top 10 teams flying like they're losing a lot. Top 10 teams in college basketball right now. College basketball, I love it. I really hope March Madness doesn't get canceled this year, but a lot of top 10 teams are losing this year. And Gonzaga, I really don't think that they're that great of a team. I know they have a lot of good pieces. Andrew Nemhard, I mean, uh, Corey Kisper, a lot of those guys. I know they're Drew Timmy, a lot of good guys on, on Gonzaga's team, but I do not think they deserve to be number one. Not do I think Baylor deserves to be number two. But there are a lot of shocking losses in college basketball this week. Let's talk about college football. Jared Patterson had eight touchdowns the Buffalo running back if he was playing against Michigan he would have had 20 that run defense was terrible for Michigan yes Michigan did lose again to the winless Penn State before the game now they are one in five 
yeah, Michigan, they're not playing well at all. Jim Harbaugh, your tenure at Michigan may just be over after this uh, this year, and I definitely think so. Trevor Lawrence is playing insane out of his mind. I mean, he came back through like 400 yards against Pitt, a pretty good Pitt team at home, and they blew them out. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a really, really good player. He'll be a great NFL prospect. We'll talk about more of him in the College Football Showcase. Michael Penix, Jr., Indiana's quarterback. It's the worst news. He did tear his ACL, and I don't know if this Indiana team can survive with them. They do have Jack Tuttle as their backup, and Jack Tuttle, pretty good back, uh, backup quarterback. I mean, I think, I think it was the number three recruit in that 2017 quarterback class, which was consisting of Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, who's behind those two guys. I think it was that number three, so we'll see how they do, but Michael Penix, Jr. did tear his ACL. Oregon lost. Yeah, I said they were over eight, and they lost their first game after I said that. Yeah, Oregon, they lost to Oregon State on Friday, and I was pretty shocked that they, I, they lost that game. I thought they would lose maybe another game down the line, but not the Oregon State game. Oregon, you're not playing at a uh, good level at all right now, and that's the news in college football. That's about for the headlines this week, as there weren't too many this week, but there will be even more next week. Now, score sports game day. Oh boy, I'm I'm not excited for this segment this week. I did absolutely horrible last week on my picks, but I'm not gonna say we're gonna get that perfect record. I mean, maybe we could get that perfect record, but let's get into it. The first game is Saints versus Falcons. I think Thursday night football. I think the Saints come away in this one. Taysom Hill, he's playing pretty well at this point in time, and the Falcons aren't. I mean, with their interim coach, they've done pretty well, and they beat the Raiders 40 to six last week. The team that everyone thought was like amazing they uh, Falcons beat them 40 to 6 yeah the Saints I mean the Falcons are playing pretty well but I do think the Saints are even playing even better and the Saints do win this one 31 to 13 Browns Titans they have the same record you're gonna say what what the Browns are 8 and 3 yeah the Browns are 8 and 3 the Titans are 8 and 3 too Titans came off a huge win against the Colts last week this is gonna be a good game I wouldn't be shocked if the Browns won this game but I think Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry show up, and the Titans do win this game really, really close, though, in a dogfight, 21-17. Give me the Titans. Bengals-Dolphins? I mean, this seemed to be an awesome game around three weeks ago. Now, it'll probably just be Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Brandon Allen. You say, what? Not Tua versus Joe Burrow? Yeah, Joe Burrow three weeks ago tore his ACL, and Tua didn't play last week. I, I mean, there's a chance he plays this week, but I doubt it. The Dolphins, if they, I mean, they're just the superior team in this situation, no matter who their quarterback is. Dolphins win this one big. Rams, Cardinals, oh, the two teams I love, the two teams I always rave on, and then they do terrible the next week. Give me the Rams in this game. It's going to be a close one. I like this Cardinals team, but they did lose to the Patriots last week. I said the Rams were the best team in the NFL last week. They lost to the 49ers, but I do like the Rams in this game. I mean, I think the Rams do come out in this one. Eagles, Packers, is this even close? I mean, Carson Wentz, you're not playing well at all. Eagles, you're not playing well at all. Darius Slay, you did not do well against DK Metcalf. You will not do well against Devontae Adams. And you do lose 41-25, to kind of like last week when the Packers blew out the uh, Bears 41-25. to I think that's what the final score in this game will be. The Packers win big. Raiders, Jets. Hey, maybe. You never know. Jets could win this game. The Raiders did lose to the terrible Falcons last week, 40-6. to So, I think that the Jets... Still do this, lose this one, but pretty close. All right, hear me out. It's going to be 13-6. to six. All right, the Raiders are going to win, but it will be really close. Sam Darnold, I've kind of given up on you now, but I do, I mean, the, most of the receivers are back now, and I think that the Raiders still do win this one, but the Raiders are not playing well. They didn't play well last week, and I think they still don't play well this week, and they barely beat the Jets. Bills 49ers, uh, the last game of the week on Monday Night Football. This is a good, good game. I mean, 
No Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers, obviously. I doubt George Kittle. And But the Bills are just playing phenomenal right now. They're playing great football, and I think the Bills do come away in this one pretty big, 31-13. I always go against the 49ers. I like, said they would lose like 52 to nothing against the Saints. They almost they almost beat the Saints. I said they would lose 42 and nothing against the Rams. They beat the Rams, so I'm still picking against the 49ers. I'm still picking against you to lose big, but the Bills do win this one really, really big, and the Bills may just be the best team in the NFL. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because I don't want them to lose this week. But the Bills are playing at a phenomenal level. Those are my picks on the games this week. Leave yours in the comment section. Basketball for Square Sports NFL Game Day. Now, did you know? Today's Did You Know is, did you know that back in 1910, I mean, until 1910, a legal uh, a forward pass that was incomplete would be a 15-yard penalty. So, Carson Wentz and the Eagles, if you played them back in 1910, you would have so many, so many penalties because you get so many incomplete passes, Carson Wentz. Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, those guys would be like at the top because their completion percentages are so high. But did you know that back in, uh, until 1910, an incomplete forward pass would be a 15-yard penalty, so basically just an incomplete pass. I doubt you knew that's a pretty fun fact. Did you know that? Leave in the comment section. That's about for did you know this week. Now, MVP, LVP. Today's MVP is Tyreek Hill. 203 yards in the first quarter and 240 yards in the game. You definitely get MVP this week, Tyreek Hill. You crushed me in fantasy this week, but whatever. Tyreek Hill, you were easily MVP this week. No debate about it. Is this even close? I mean, Tyreek Hill, what a week he had. Maybe the best game of his career. Tyreek Hill, you are easily MVP this week. Now, LVP. Oh, there could be a lot of people here. It could be Carson Wentz. Could it be Derek Carr? Or could it be someone else? It'll be Derek Carr this week. You lose by a lot to the Falcons, and you give up. your team gives up 40 points, and you only score six. Derek Carr, you are not playing well. I mean, people were praising you when you almost beat the Chiefs last week. They, they said you played well, and now you go out and lose to the Falcons and score, like, six points. No, 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 Derek Carr, you were easily LVP this week. You played horrendous in that Falcons game. You can't even put up, like, 30 points against a terrible Falcons team, terrible Falcons defense. Yeah, Derek Carr, I don't know what you're doing. You are easily LVP this week. Not Carson Wentz because they played against the Seahawks, even though that Seahawks D is whew, terrible. But, I mean, I mean, Derek Carr, I just I cannot believe you guys lost to the Falcons that big. And Derek Carr, you did not play well at all. That's uh, that's for, for MVP, LVP this week. My MVP was Tyreek Hill, and my LVP was Derek Carr. Leave your MVP and LVP in the comment section, but that's mine. Now, you know how a lot of times NBA teams are fucked like NFL teams? and vice versa you know who's the like nba mirror of the ravens who mirrors the chief like who's like the chiefs of the nba who's the lakers of the nfl now let's get into it comparing nfl teams to nba teams the seahawks are like the rockets they're always contenders they're always great in the regular season but then they are always terrible in the playoffs they usually get eliminated in the second round and they're, I mean, sometimes they can make a run. They always have the. They have no defense. The Seahawks don't have no defense, neither do the Rockets, really. And they just have one flashy player, James Harden, Russell Wilson, and they depend on them. That's what it's like. The Seahawks are like the Rockets, in my opinion. And next team, Buccaneers. They're like the. They're like the mirror image of the Clippers. You know, everyone thought that they would be maybe the best team in the best team in their league. You know, they have the best players, but those players can't execute. Paul George didn't execute. Kawhi Leonard didn't execute. Really, he did okay, but. I mean, it's like the Buccaneers. You can't. Tom Brady isn't executing that well. Chris Godwin isn't playing that well, even though he's a bit banged up. AB is playing pretty bad. 
Gronk's starting to get going a little bit, but it's just like the Buccaneers, like the Clippers. Everyone thought they were the favorite. Everyone picked them to be the favorite pretty much, and they're just not. The Chiefs, they're like the Lakers. I mean, this team is a super team, but nobody will bandwagon in them. The Chiefs, they have Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. That's just an insane duo, and they have a uh, trio. That's a pr- and they have a pretty good defense. The Lakers, LeBron and AD won the championship. The uh, Lakers the only comparison for the Chiefs here. The Chiefs the only comparison for the Lakers here. And I think the Chiefs are the mirror image for the Lakers in the NFL. The Saints, they're like the Celtics. They always make it to the conference championship. Sometimes they get knocked out sooner, like how the Saints got knocked out in the first round last year. But the Saints are like the Celtics. Always make it to the conference championship. Sometimes get knocked out sooner. And they never get to the finals. They never get to the Super Bowl. They never get to the NBA Finals. Yeah, the Saints are like the Celtics. Now, this is a good one. The Ravens, who's their mirror image in the NBA? They're like the Bucks. They have the versatile MVP, Lamar Jackson, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Then, they're always the number one seed. They were the number one seed last year. The Bucks were the number one seed this year. They get eliminated really, really soon. The Ravens got eliminated in their first game. The Bucks got eliminated in the second round. And until someone figures out that versatile MVP, and then they regress. Yeah, Lamar Jackson easily regressed this year because they figured him out. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he may regress this season because someone might figure him out. Yeah, they figured him out in the playoffs. The Heat, definitely. The Ravens are like the Bucks. Uh, those are my mirror image. I mean, like, um, who I think reflects each other in the NBA and NFL. Do you think the Ravens are like the Bucks? Leave that in the comment section. Do you think the Chiefs are like the Lakers? I mean, that's an easy one for me, but that's what I think. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, NFL on the bubble. There's a lot of NFL teams who are bubble playoff teams, and there is an extra playoff team this year, so this could help out some of these teams, but let's get into it. You know, the Buccaneers, they might not get into the playoffs. They, I mean, they might not. The Cardinals, they might not get into the playoffs. The Dolphins, they have a really, really hard stretch down the way, and let's predict it. Will the first team, will the Vikings make the playoffs? No. They go 8-8. Eight and eight. They finish third in the division. It's going to go Packers, Bears, Vikings. The Bears won't get into the playoffs either, I don't think. But the Vikings do go 8-8 eight and eight this season. They have a couple hard games down the stretch, and I don't think they get in. They do go 8-8. Eight and eight. They just had a terrible start to the season. They're picking up a little bit down the stretch now, but the Vikings do not make the playoffs. Now, the Cardinals. They get lucky because that extra playoff spot in a regular year, last year, no. I think they go 9-7, and seven, the Cardinals. I see them losing both games to the Rams, and I see them, I see them losing the one game to the 49ers. And, yeah, the Cardinals, they get lucky and they get one of the wild card spots because of that extra playoff spot. They get it, and they go 9-7 this year. The Buccaneers, they went out. I've been so high on this Buccaneers team because they have Tom Brady. But this time, I think they I will be right on this prediction with the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers do win out, and they definitely will make the playoffs this year. No debate about it. They go 11-5 and and make the playoffs. Next team, the Dolphins. No. You're going to say, what? The Dolphins don't make the playoffs? Yeah. You lose your last four games. You have to play the Chiefs. You're not being the Chiefs. No, you are not. You have to play. I mean, you have to play the Pats, the Patriots. Or maybe you can win that game, but I say no. The Raiders. Okay, this could be... They, they could win this game, but no. They also lose that one. That's three. And then you play the Bills last week of the season. And you do not win that game at all, uh, not even close, and you do not make the playoffs, you do not Dolphins fans, and you do not the Dolphins, I do not think you make the playoffs this year, you have a really hard stretch down the way, last, I think you lose your last four games, and you do not make the playoffs this year, 
not even close. That's what I think. I think I think the Dolphins do not make the playoffs. I think the Buccaneers win out. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Do you think the Buccaneers will make the playoffs? Do you think the Vikings will make the playoffs? And do you think the Dolphins will make the playoffs? Those are my thoughts. Leave yours in the comment section. Now, the NBA is three weeks, I mean, almost three weeks away from starting, and I can't help myself. I am so excited to talk about the NBA. All these players just posting about how they're working out, getting ready for the NBA season. I'll give my NBA awards next episode. There'll be some prizes there, definitely. But let's talk about some players who could have a breakout year. The first player on my list was Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns, I feel like he could have a breakout year. I feel like this is the finally the year for him, and if he doesn't, then it's a, he's a, not a bust, but... It wasn't a successful pick because he has a good point guard in D'Angelo Russell, which you didn't really get to play with last season. You just hurt a little bit. He has Anthony Edwards, and they have a bunch of other good like role players on that team. He's a really good player, Carl Anthony Towns, and I think this is the year he finally breaks out. I think he averages 27 and 13 this year, and he has a massive year, Carl Anthony uh, Towns. This is his best year of his career, and I definitely think he breaks out this year. Colin Sexton, it's his third year in the NBA. It's time for him to break out. I think he has a good year. Now, last year, he had John Beal on his coach. There's a little drama with that. I'll give him a pass. He played pretty well last season, and he played really well down the stretch towards the end of the season before it got canceled. Colin Sexton, I think you have a breakout year this year. I think you were playing an extreme. I think you played extreme level towards the end of last season. I think you play an amazing level this season. I think you average 18 and 6. 18 points, 6 rebounds, and then maybe like, let's throw 5 assists in there. Colin Sexton, I think you have a really good breakout year. Those are my two breakout players. Let's talk about a player who can maybe have a down year. You know, I know LaMelo Ball is going to be his first year in the, in the NBA, but I think he'll have a down year. I don't think he'll play well because, it, it I mean, he's not going to be used to the NBA that well. I mean, I know he played against grown men in the Australian League, but he didn't even really shoot that well. I think he gets off to a slow start, but he does have an amazing career. LaMelo Ball, I think he has a down year in his rookie season. Another player who can maybe have a down year is... Anthony Davis, you're going to say, what? Anthony Davis has a down year? Yeah, and a down year for him is like scoring 25 and 10 in the night, and that's just insane. But, I mean, he still hasn't officially signed with the Lakers yet. That's a bit of an issue for him. I'm not sure. I mean, they just came off a championship win, and he gets hurt a lot. Maybe he needs to, I mean, he I mean, he might need to rest. They went the distance. October, like, 16th was when the season ended. Nice to start December 22nd. I'm not sure if he's going to be completely ready. I think he has a bit of a down year, Anthony Davis, this year. And that's why I think we'll have a breakout year. That's why I think we'll have a down year. Do you think Anthony Davis will have a down year? That's another hot take. Maybe that's hot take of the day that Anthony Davis will have a down year this year. But do you think he will? Those are my thoughts. Colin Lee Towns and Colin Sexton, I think they will have breakout years. But those are my thoughts. Leave yours in the comment section. Now, College Ball Showcase. Like I said, how Trevor Lawrence was playing phenomenal. Trevor Lawrence is playing phenomenal, and I mean, he's he's gonna be the number one pick in the NFL draft. He's gonna be the best prospect since Andrew Luck. I think he'll be maybe even better than Peyton Manning his career. I, I am so high on Trevor Lawrence. I think he will be an amazing player. Michigan lost yet again, and I was so excited for this game because they finally had a quarterback. Cade McNamara he played well against Rutgers, and they put it and they decided to start him over Joe Milton in that Penn State game. His first series, his second series, he gets hurt. Yeah, he goes to the locker room, and he's a shoulder injury, and there's rumors that he's out for the rest of the season. Michigan did lose 27-17. to Their defense is terrible. They moved the ball pretty well in the first half. They didn't run the ball that well in the second half. They didn't move the ball well at all in the second half. 
at all. And Michigan did lose again. Jim Harbaugh, your seat is, like I said, it was boiling. It's like, it's not even close to boiling anymore. It's insane. Leo, I mean, you're just, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, I think you definitely should probably get fired after this season. Josh Gass, he's probably uh, who should get fired first because he's a terrible play caller for the offense. He'll be like third and 25. He'll run like a screen pass. He'll, he'll run like a bubble. Sl- uh, he'll be like, he, he does terrible uh, play calls. He'll run the ball on like third and 25 with like one minute left in the game. He's, he's not a good play caller at all, Josh Gass. That wasn't only news in the Big Ten. Like I said, Michael Penix Jr., how he did tear his ACL for Indiana. He didn't even play well in his last game against Maryland. The running back did Stevie Scott, but he is out for the rest of the season. And Indiana, I think their playoff hopes or any hopes they had may just be tarnished by now. And Northwestern, they had to win. The re- they just had to win one of their next three games again to the Big Ten Championship. They lost their game this week against Michigan State. The game this week is getting canceled against Minnesota. If they don't win the next week, I think they're playing... Purdue, they're done. Then they don't make the Big Ten Championship game, and that's pretty much it for them. Michigan State, they only show up against when they have to play good teams. It's kind of weird. When they play like a terrible team, they like, get blown out, but when they play a good team, they get, they kill them. So Michigan State, I mean, you, that, uh, they be, did beat Northwestern, and Ohio State, they are pretty much ineligible for the Big Ten Championship game now because if their game this week get, does get canceled against Michigan State, their game last week got canceled, and they had another game canceled before that. That's two games canceled. You have to have six games to qualify for the Big Ten Championship game. I mean, that's what the Big Ten rules are. They might not make the Big Ten Championship game, so we could potentially see a weird matchup in the Big Ten Championship game. But now let's get into the games this week. And Indiana-Wisconsin, this is a good game. No Michael Penix, like I said. Indiana was pretty terrible last week. They did beat Maryland, but I think you lose close in this game. 31-24, Graham Mertz, Wisconsin's quarterback, balls out. And Wisconsin does win this game. It's pretty much the game of the week. No Michael Penix. We'll see how Jack Toll does. Even if I, I think Jack Toll, I expect him to be the starter for Indiana this week. But Wisconsin does win this one, 31 to 24. Pretty, pretty close. This is giving me like flashbacks to 2016 when it was like Wisconsin versus uh, Nebraska. Nebraska was like a top 10 team, pretty good team. Wisconsin was like a pretty good top 10 team, and then it went to like overtime, and the score was 31-24, well, something like that. So I do think Wisconsin pulls this one out, and I think they do beat Indiana just because of Michael Pags Jr. for Indiana, and Graham Mertz plays amazing, and I think Wisconsin does win this game. It's game of the week. That's my pick. Leave yours in the comment section. That's about it for College Football Showcase this week. There's a lot of news in college football to get through, and I think Wisconsin will beat Indiana in the game of the week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section, but those are mine. Say I was an NFL GM and I had to run an NFL team for the next 15 years and I got to choose one franchise quarterback and one franchise coach. Who would it be? You know, and it can't be Patrick Mahomes. That's the one rule. I don't want an old guy like Aaron Rodgers, I mean, who's playing phenomenal right now, but I don't want him. I don't want Russell Wilson who might burn out next five years. I want a young quarterback, maybe a rookie, maybe a second-year player, and I want a young coach also like Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay. Let's get into it. My quarterback, who I would choose, would be Justin Herbert. You say, What? Justin Herbert, not Lamar Jackson, not any of those other guys. Yeah, I'm going to pick Justin Herbert. And my second pick would be Josh Allen. What? You're going to say Josh Allen is your second pick? Yeah, those are my two picks. Very odd picks. But if you create a quarterback in a lab, you would want them to be big, strong. Josh Allen has his two traits. You want him to have a huge can. Josh Allen does. He can throw. He claims he can throw the ball 80 yards. And he's extremely mobile. That's exactly what you want to have out of a quarterback. Josh Allen, I see, his, I mean, his potential is untapped. I mean, I think his potential could go through the roof during his career. Josh Allen is an amazing player, but I would choose Justin Herbert. Justain Herbert is just playing out of his mind. Anthony Lynn, get him a, a pair him with a better coach, Justin Herbert. Anthony Lynn, uh, 
he's mind-boggling. I mean, they're down by uh, two, uh, 10 points with 20 seconds left, and you scored. They're on the one-yard line. You score a touchdown, kick in again on side kick, maybe get it. You have a chance to win. But Anthony Lynn, they're on their five-yard line. He says, we're going to run the ball and waste 15 seconds out of that clock and not get it. That's exactly what he did. Why didn't he throw the ball? I mean, he's not a good coach at all this season. Anthony Lynn, I think they need to fire him after this season. Justin Herbert, you are an ama- uh, he's an amazing player. Indian Lynn's basically blown like three games for them this season. The Denver game, the Las Vegas Raiders game, and a couple other games too. Justin Herbert is an amazing quarterback. So if I start a franchise right now, today for the next 15 years, I would choose him to be my quarterback. And Josh Allen would probably be, I'd want him to be my backup or maybe my second choice. Now, who would I want as my coach? I'm not going to say Bill Belichick or Andy Reid because those guys, they're pretty old. They're in their 60s. But I will want to choose someone like Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay. I want to choose Kyle Shanahan as my head coach. It'd be a pair of Justin Herbert and Kyle Shanahan. He's a great coach, and he'll definitely be lasting for the next 15 years. He's an amazing coach. I mean, he's been he's been playing well, even with he's been coaching well, even without Jimmy G, even without George Kittle, even without most of his players. Kyle Shanahan is an amazing coach, maybe the best um, one of the best NFL coaches. He's the future of the NFL in coaching, and I think that's. I mean, if I had to start a franchise right now and I had to take it over for the next 15 years, I would want Justin Herbert as my quarterback, and I want Kyle Shanahan as my head coach. Who would you want as your quarterback, and who would you want as your head coach? Leave that in the comment section. But those are my thoughts. Leave yours in the comment section. Question of the day, best for last. Today's question of the day is, who will win NBA MVP this season? Will it be LeBron James? Will it be Luka Doncic? Will it be James Harden? Will it be Trey Young? Or will it be Kevin Durant? Something like that. I'll give my pick next episode, but question of the day is, who do you think will win NBA MVP this season? Leave that in the comments section. And that's about for question of the day this week. That's about for Score Sports with Lane Frank, episode number 13. It was a great episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow Score Sports on Instagram at Score Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Follow DB Podcast, the best podcast producers in the game on Instagram at DB Podcast. And stay tuned for the best sports content in the world. Same time next week. It was a great episode. Can't wait for episode number 14. Episodes beyond. Stay tuned for the best sports content in the world. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.